So we were incredibly wrong about what that Kings Blue Jackets game looked like. Uh, we're going to talk about that, plus check in on the rain and our favorite short king, TJ Tynan, on today's episode of Locked On Los Angeles Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, you're listening to Locked On Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, bringing you all sorts of fun facts, weird trivia things about your favorite hockey team and mine, uh, the Los Angeles Kings. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, it is where the game starts. My name is Sarah Avampato, host of this show, and as always, super excited to be here talking to you about the Kings and joined as usual by Jay Foster, friend of the program, mini Kings Monday contributor and current sad blue jackets person uh, to join the show today. So we're going to talk about the Kings blue jackets game uh, that happened over the weekend that we were dreadfully wrong about. Uh, and then we'll check in on the rain and see, uh, see how their life is going since they just spent some time beating up on the gulls, which I feel like is a great pastime. Uh, but let's start with that game because if you missed our preview episode we both took uh we both took some predictions on how that game was going to go and i have gone with my you know tried and true tactic of saying the kings were going to lose because otherwise they they blow it um and we both predicted what like four three overtime wins um both in columbus's favor and that's not what we got <laughs> at all <laughs> <laughs> Every time I think these horrible children cannot possibly disappoint me more, <laughs> they lose 2 1 to the Los Angeles Kings, who, in fairness, mm -hmm. have been the better team for the bulk of the season. However, they have even more baby defensemen than the Blue Jackets. Yeah. And they have not been very good defensively this season. So no. the fact that you only managed to score one goal yeah. against this LA Kings roster, which, uh, like, as far as I, as far as I'm aware, is still literally just Matt Roy and children. Yeah, yeah. Um, what the heck, guys? Yeah. yeah. Um, to add insult to injury, one of the Kings murdered Patrick Laine in. Oh no. Blood. So once I figure out who that was, I will be coming for them. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, sure. just man, what a what a boring goddamn game. <laughs> like, yeah, I was expecting <laughs> like like much looser, much more chaotic. Like instead, the third period was just like a slog. Like th the first period was exciting because that's when like most of the goals happened, at least for the Kings. Um, second period, you know, obviously. There was a little bit of of life uh, in 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 Columbus, and you know, they get on the board, um, and you're like, okay, one goal game, like third period, anything can happen. Uh, the shot Nothing. count for the third period was uh, eight shots for each team. That's not thrilling. <laughs> I mean, technically, nothing is still anything. Like <laughs> anything did happen. 
Um, yeah, Justin Brown scored like a minute and a half into the game, and I was like, yeah. I see how this game is going to go. And then both teams took that personally, I yeah. think. And, and like, um, Dustin, <laughs> like, that was a, it, it was not a very Dustin Brown goal because a Dustin Brown goal is like, oops, it went off my butt. And this was a, like, a nice goal. Deliberate. Yeah, he scored on purpose, which yeah. I'm not used to Dustin Brown doing. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just man, like I, I talked about I, I talked about this in like a so Sarah and I have like a group chat with some other chaotic hockey fans. Um and I was like looking at the playoff picture in the West, and I was like, I think I think my horrible blue children need to take one for the team tonight <laughs> to, you know, unite against the greater good and mm-hmm prevent vegas from making the playoffs so i guess i i mean wish it would be a fun loss instead of a the right. only goal was sean corrali scoring like a minute into the second period which yeah. like hey yay sean corrali and the blue jackets do a really fun thing where um you get free curly fries if a blue jacket scores in the second period but what? I want to. I want to take a look at this. Actually, uh, I feel like Sean Corrali scores all of his goals in the second period. So the Blue Jackets have taken to just tweeting Corrali fries. Um, That's curly fries, which fantastic. is extremely good. Um, but yeah, like if, if there was only going to be one goal in the game, I did not expect right it to be a Sean Corrali goal. Yeah, double yeah. Ohio native Sean Corrali. It, I have to, it's like Long Beach. Native Matt Nieto, yeah, right or you know, Thousand Oaks native Trevor Trevor Moore, um, you know, love that hometown boy. But yeah, you did take one for the team and and help advance the cause of preventing. And I assume Vegas. our sacrifice will be talked about for decades it, to come. It will. It will. Regardless of like who wins the Stanley Cup, there will be like a footnote on it that's like Columbus helped Vegas not get in the playoffs. <laughs> Just a that's the thing like the the blue jackets uh, i believe were already eliminated earlier that night mm-hmm. because uh montreal got curb stomped by washington which yeah, seems like that's that's expected i think yeah. but the fact that we were eliminated through no fault of our <laughs> own i was like okay well at this point, fine. Like I like right. that. I clearly I like the Kings enough to talk about them right. at least once a week. Uh, I will. I will allow it. Like if we had to lose to a California team, like I'm okay losing to the Kings. Uh, yeah. They did embarrass themselves against the Ducks the very next day, <laughs> which I will uh, talk about in Lockdown Blue Jackets in uh, just a minute. I'm sure. Yeah. But man, like I've got a bad feeling about this San Jose game that's coming up oh, oh no oh you're that's right you're on the like the circuit We're on the the california swing yeah the the death yeah. the no longer death valley trip but the blue jackets typically have not fed well in uh in california basically ever so yeah uh, and like and usually it's like it was like always jeff carter or you know back in the day marion gabrick would be the one who's like game-winning goal i feel like this is like the first time that they've been back since they traded jeff because covid season i mean that's totally irrelevant to the blue jackets life but like 
Yeah, no, so the, actually, do you know, so I went to a Blue Jackets-Kings game in uh, Los Angeles in, I want to say 2017, it was the 2017 California swing, and the Blue Jackets lost in overtime, and the game-winning goal was scored by Alec Martinez. So, but he does. Like, you know what, this feels, this feels right, I think that was a 2-1 game as well, actually. Probably. Um, that, was, that was a really weird road trip they like shut out the ducks for nothing lost it overtime to the kings on an alec martinez goal um and then scott hartnell scored against san jose it's just a really weird i think it was a butt goal which makes sense for scott hartnell but right like, that's the thing that happened yeah so the uh blue jackets did not do well no uh this weekend and uh i'm not on blue jackets in a minute we are gonna talk about the ducks game because I guess we probably should uh, on Locked on Kings. However, we could talk about much more fun things uh, yeah. because the rain spent a bunch of time beating up on the girls, which, you know, you absolutely love to see it. So uh, we're going to talk about that in a minute on Locked on Kings, Locked on Blue Jackets. We're going to talk about how my sons keep disappointing me and also more of them are dead now. But first... I've got to tell you about a new sponsor, uh, and this is something that I use literally every day. Uh, Athletic Greens is a, uh, well, it kind of, it works for everything. I was trying to find a way to to describe Athletic Greens, uh, but it is a, uh, it is 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. They support gut health, uh, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. And now you see why I can't describe exactly what they are, because they kind of are and do a little bit of everything to improve your day, to help you start your day right, and to just kind of make you feel a little bit better, especially, you know, we're kind of, we're getting into April, the summer's coming, uh, I mean, the summer's coming for me. I don't know that the summer is coming where Sarah is in Chicago because I don't know that they're done with winter yet. But, uh, you know, you want to you want to start your day right. And so you should start it with Athletic Greens. It is lifestyle friendly, uh, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free or gluten free. It contains less than one gram of sugar. And it is uh, basically it's a multivitamin. Uh, and instead of taking a bunch of pills, you can just do one scoop of Athletic Greens in a cup of water, and that is everything you need for your day. Right now, it is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It is, like I said, just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That is it. No need for a bajillion different supplements to look out for your health. And to make it even easier, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash NHL network. Once again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. You're listening or watching to listening or watching to grammar. What is it? Anyway, this is Locked on Los Angeles Kings, uh, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, uh, joined uh, by Jay Foster, friend of the program, uh, Kings aficionado sort of when the mood strikes um, I'm a but, Kings fan 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that is a lie. I have been a Kings fan. <laughs> well, I started being a Kings fan in like 2015-ish, 2015, 2016 Yeah, so like, when it's, it was it's been bad. tragic the whole so, time. Like, it's just tragic the whole time. Yeah. Question mark. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I feel like anytime I talk about like, oh, you know, I started covering the Kings back in like, 2016 so i've seen nothing like nothing, nothing but, just but pain pain which is why i'm like so excited that you know knock on wood or air i guess like i might actually get to talk about playoff hockey this year because i don't know what that's like <laughs> um i was reminded though this is like already off topic from what we were supposed to talk about but facebook reminded me like right crazy right um facebook reminded me you know they have that stupid feature where it's like memories on this day however many years ago and it reminded me that four years ago i was in cabo with some friends sitting by a pool reading writing having people just hand me drinks and that was when the kings made their last playoff appearance four years ago uh, because i was in cabo drinking while watching them lose and my friend who i was on the trip with uh, she's also a kings fan uh, and kind of was one of the people who helped like suck me into caring more significantly about the Kings. Uh, and she was like, I'm going to bed. I'm not watching this. <laughs> Which like not. legit, I don't blame if her. Only, and then like only yeah. I could do that. Right. And then like she woke up the next morning and I just like shook my head whenever they got swept, like the last game. I was like, no. And there was someone from like Edmonton like there and I had a Kings hat on and they kept wanting to like talk to me about like my team getting swept and I was like you're an Oilers fan if you are not handing me a drink I am not interested in talking to you right like do you want to talk about how you're wasting Connor McDavid's life because we can talk about that but I didn't want to be mean I just wanted a drink (laughs) (laughs) so yeah four years uh since any last touch of the playoffs and the Kings spent that playoff scoring like one and a half goals total so yeah. you know just disgusting all around um this but one... was uh sorry we could, we could get back on topic soon i promise oh that's, uh, i mean whatever the anniversary of the sweep oh yes Columbus, which yes. again you you absolutely love to see it the last time yeah. i guess not the last time they had playoff success because they did do the thing to the leafs the yeah, next year that was also and, magical uh, which was also pretty good, but yeah, it was uh, the anniversary of the the four nothing victory right. over that Tampa Bay Lightning and the iconic. So we know this wasn't the ending you expected, but it's the ending we have. Tweet um, right, just so. like that's just such a magical moment. I feel like like who who aside from like Lightning fans, who didn't love that that happened? Right, like that's that's what I'm pushing for this year. I want. I want someone, I don't know who's going to be the eighth seed in the Western Conference because it's kind of screwy at the minute. Mm -hmm. I want someone to sweep Colorado. (laughs) That's what I want. (laughs) I don't really have anything against Colorado specifically, but I was talking to uh, Robin Laiano of uh, Lots of Coyotes about, like, playoffs. Do I root for, like, do I bandwagon the Kings? Probably, even though it will cause me nothing but pain. Or do I root for just, like, maximum chaos? Like, that year when all of the eighth seeds beat all of the the, uh... Oh, it was all of the fourth seeds, wasn't it? It was the, the fourth oh, yeah. seed from every division beat yeah. the first seed from that division, which was just delightful. Yeah, but, right. Uh, speaking of playoffs... Yeah, right now, just by the way, the number eight seed is Nashville, which actually feels plausible that they like 
I feel I trust that like right now the one and two wild cards are Dallas and Nashville. I, I trust, trust Nashville, Nashville and I trust Dallas. Yes. Um, and then Vegas is like slowly fall. There's like there's such 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 a nice gap between Nashville and Vegas. Like it's growing. I love, I love it. I still on the one hand, I want them to miss by a lot because it would make me much less stressed. But on the other hand, can you imagine if it comes down to the last game of the season and they miss by like a point? Like we might get to it'll see be... Jack Eichel cry on the ice. <gasps> yes, it'll be who um, is the oh and, and their last game of the season is against the blues. Which oh, so like it could happen. It could happen. Like that the rest of their schedule, like we're gonna talk about the rain in the next segment because this the, is the, no, but the, we're talking about Vegas <laughs> sadness. That's, that's this episode of uh, Mini King um, the rest of their schedule so like i mean also for kings fans we need to know who to, to who to root for unfortunately tonight we have to pin all of our hopes on the new jersey devils womp so r.i.p us um but the rest of their schedule they play the capitals uh the sharks the stars chicago and the blues so it's like half and half but like i would love like it would be the only time in my life that i will root for the st louis blues <laughs> right like i just get it done st louis yeah and i feel like there was that year a couple years ago it was like i don't know right after one of the stanley cups like the kings missed the playoffs by like one point um and it was just like i remember feeling that it was like kind of devastating and very frustrating because you're like one point like look at all those games that we could have gotten one point out of and i just i want that for vegas i want them to know that feeling they should know pain yeah. It's been like five years. It's time for right. them to know sad, like true sports. Right, right. Like sadness. Sure, you're sad when you get like knocked out of the playoffs, but like you were in the playoffs. Like, yeah, you can only be so sad about that. They went to the final in their first year. Like, it's impossible to feel bad about Vegas. Yeah, no, no. Like any kind of Vegas based sadness, honestly. <laughs> like, I'm over it. My yeah, tiniest no violin. Like, right, just, just no the tiniest, tiniest. Violin, a violin the size of TJ Tynan, perhaps. Yeah, our smallest king. Did you see that segue? Did you like that segue? I did. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> um, so TJ Tynan, frequent uh, topic of conversation here on the aptly name, named uh, Mini Kings Monday. Uh, first off, he still is leading the league in points. Uh, he has 92. Uh, we talked uh, in uh, last week when we talked with Jason Hernandez from Locked on Ducks, we talked about... Uh, kind of like the last time anyone had even hit 100 points in in the league and it's been i think it was like the 2011 12 season or something it's been a long time um because you know usually players who are that good don't stay in the ahl they they get caught up uh but he has he has the edge on uh andrew podorowski he's got podorowski has 91 points he just turned in a three assist night uh the other day which like i feel like he did just to spite me because i had said that I'm pretty sure that even though Tynan has fewer games left in his schedule, that he's more likely to hit hundred because Tynan just like you blink and he has four points in a game and like Podorowski's more streaky, but mm. this is going to be so fun to watch because it's going to come down like to the wire, I think, but if for that race. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and honestly, I think Chicago should just let TJ Tynan have this. Um <laughs> Because Chicago has like everything else. Yeah. You know, I yeah. don't know that they're gonna that I don't know that they'll are they ahead of Stockton at the minute? They're not. They, they, could, they could catch them. Yeah. Like it would require I, I everything to go perfect. Stockton could catch Chicago or Chicago could catch yeah. Stockton. But like they have 
Stefan Nosen has a bajillion goals yeah. this season. Like, Andre Podorowski is probably going to be on the Hurricanes next season. Like, let TJ Tynan have this. Yeah. Um, I was I was looking this up a, a while back, and I can't remember the exact numbers, but I think the last full AHL season, so this would have been the 18-19 Leading <laughs> scorer had, like, 88 points or something. Yeah. It's um, wild. And he's and already think, at 92, and there's yeah, games to play. So many games left. And I think that he, so he was the MVP last year when he was on Colorado uh, and has a very high chance of repeating again this season, uh, which I think would make him the first player to repeat as AHL MVP in like yeah. some ridiculous amount of time. It's also like the the McDavid argument, I think. Like Podorowski has Stefanosin and... Mm-hmm. A bunch of other guys. Is the third yeah. player on that line that yeah. is like fifth in league scoring. Yeah. Um. You know, like, and in fairness, TJ Tynan has Anderson Dolan and Martin Furk, who have both been very, very good this season, but he doesn't have a Leon Dreisaitl. Right. His McDavid necessarily. Yeah. You know, and I think Podorowski has, like, in Stefan Nosen, he kind of has the Dreisaitl to his McDavid or the yeah. Malkin to his Crosby or whatever it is. Yeah. Know? Mostly just TJ Tynan and children. Yeah. Um, Which like is i think delightful yeah oh i love it like yeah it's my favorite thing but mvp is such a and maybe this can kind of be the the what we talk about in the next segment ish like mvp is such a, a weird concept i think and such a an often misunderstood mm-hmm. concept because i think a lot of people see mvp as the best player in mm-hmm. the league and that's not often yeah the case you know yeah. and i think okay Connor mcdavid was clearly clearly the best player in the league mm-hmm. last season i think he was also the most valuable player on mm-hmm. his team and arguably on any team like i you could put him on arizona and arizona would probably make the playoffs <laughs> you know like he, he would score all of their goals he would be all great of every single goal but like he would phil castle so would get like a handful um, but like yeah, McDavid. But, you know, like it's it's such a and so I'm I'm thinking, you know, is is TJ Tynan more valuable to his team than mm-hmm. Andrew Podorowski? Yeah, because I think it's really coming down to those two guys for yeah. the MVP. Um, I don't think any goalies have kind of really been outstanding enough no. to get a look in, and there really isn't anyone else in the discussion for forwards uh i don't know enough about the ahl to know if there's been any defensemen that have been like amazing right this season but it's really kind of comes down to who is more valuable to their team yeah. is it tj tynan or is it andrew podorowski and obviously as someone who covers both of them maybe you can kind of give a give a little bit of insight and uh, maybe even an opinion <gasps> I have those sometimes. We will talk about that in our next segment here on Locked on Kings. But before we get to that, I uh, want to tell you about, first off, Bet Online. Maybe you are someone who is sitting here looking at the playoff odds and looking to see, you know, what are the chances that the Kings get in? What are the chances that Vegas misses? And you're feeling super confident. The Kings felt confident enough to send out an email um, announcing that they're selling playoff tickets, which is a great move. Like, yay, business smarts. But maybe... You want to get in on that action because you think the King's going to make it. You can go to betonline.net and check it out because it is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports information. 
You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including information on this year's basketball playoffs and, of course, the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. It's super easy to use. Everything is separated by sports, so you can just click the big NHL button and learn all about uh, the playoff odds this season. So BetOnline.net, it is where the game starts. And while you're investigating bet online, you're sitting in front of your computer, looking at your phone, um, you know, all that math that you're doing in your head, I don't know, it would make me hungry. And so I would pull out a Built Bar to have as a snack. Uh, Built Bars are great for you because they are not only delicious, but they're also like healthy. They are low in calories, high in protein, uh, high fiber, low sugar, low all of the bad things, high deliciousness. Uh, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. Uh, they taste like candy bars. We also have the Built Puff, which is a protein-infused marshmallow, which sounds like a like wild concept, but they're also super delicious. So go to Built.com and scroll down to see all of the uh, great nutrition information and see how it fits into your life. They come in lots of great flavors, including things like mint brownie, coconut, uh, the lockdown favorite, the cinnamon churro, uh, and many more. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you get 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. So how would you define MVP? Like, what is your, because I feel like that's like the start of the like argument slash discussion is like, you know, for me, it's like if I take this guy off the team, and I feel like that's always the argument for, you know, Dreisaitl and, and McDavid. If you take one of them off the team, you still got the other one. Mm -hmm. And yeah. like, sure, Connor McDavid's like the best player on earth. But if you remove him from the Oilers, like, you know, Leon Dreisaitl is going to just go like ham and score a bunch of goals. And so, like, I think that's kind of the point, too, that we were making about you know, Tynan versus Podorowski or really anyone. Like, I, I would say that, like, Stefan Nason could also be in the conversation for MVP just because of, like, you blink and he scores three goals just, like, magically. And, like, they're legit goals, too. They're not, like, oops, I just, like, bounced this off my my, pad, my shin pads. Um, but, yeah, like, you take Podorowski off of the Wolves and, like you said, they still have that, like, supporting cast. Mm -hmm. There's still other else. guys, yeah, who, who can contribute. And... Yeah, I feel like if you take Tynan off of the wolf or off of the the, the rain, <laughs> he was a wolf, so that's funny. Um, if you take him off the rain, like that's a big gap to fill, um, especially knowing kind of the role that he plays, both like in the room and you know center depth is always very important. Um, yeah, sure you have Martin Ferg who scores goals like you know at will, but like the fact that most of Tynan's points have come as assists like you'd be missing that playmaking ability. And I don't know that there's anyone else, like even if you bring back some of the kids in the AHL or in the NHL, like there's not really anyone else who would fill that gap. Yeah, and that was going to be my my argument because I think Panarowski is more of a playmaker this season, I think, but I don't know if that's just because Stefan Nason has been scoring a bajillion goals, you know. But yeah, like, like you say, like Martin Furk has been really really good for the kings and i don't want to like discredit on the for the rain excuse me i don't want to discredit anyone on the rain by saying if you take tj tynan off that team it's a very different team right because i They're think the rain good. are 
legitimately a very good team mm-hmm. this season it's not it is not you know a, a um a a one man is running this team right you yeah, know it is, like, not, it is not Connor McDavid like, Arizona Coyote <laughs> well yeah it, it's it's very much like the Igor Shosturkin mm-hmm. in New York he has been my pick for the for the MVP in the NHL all season mm-hmm. because without him that team is just God awful. Like, yeah, they have Chris Kreider and Zabanajad who are kind of. You also, know, how is Chris Kreider? How how is Chris Kreider like? Again, I've totally derailed things, but like, he has so many goals. Where did this come from? <laughs> I guess like, when you run the goalie enough times, you immediately you, you eventually learn to put the puck past him at the same time. Like, um, sorry, that was that was mean to Chris Kreider, <laughs> who has not run a goalie in a very long time. I'm still just bitter about that time he almost murdered Carey Price. Anyway. <laughs> My, my yeah. Oh, are we are we about to go on a, a Chris Kreider tangent? No, no. I just I just wanted to see how many goals he has, and he has fifty. He has more goals than like McDavid, more goals than Ovechkin. Like at one point early in the season, he led the league in goals. I felt yeah. like I had stepped into an alternate universe. Okay, was, anyway, yeah, I'm it done. Was, it was weird for a while, but like I'm done. Go ahead. <laughs> if you take if you take Chris Kreider off of the the Rangers, I feel like you'd still probably have essentially what this team is yeah if you take Shesterkin off the Rangers it's a very 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 bad team that also mm-hmm. scores a bunch of goals you yeah. know and so that for me is kind of yeah Austin Matthews is scoring at like a historic pace mm-hmm. and Conor McDavid is doing Conor McDavid things and you know Jonathan Huberto is have been extremely good for the Florida Panthers but mm-hmm. to me the the MVP of the NHL this season has been Igor Shesterkin yeah even with his like he had a drop off a couple of weeks ago where he allowed like 12 goals in a week and it dropped his season save percentage to like a 936 it yeah. dropped to a 936 you know he has been out of this world good and for me I think that's what the MVP is yeah and I don't think TJ Tynan is that kind of a difference maker you know mm-hmm. if you take TJ Tynan off the rain you know just to kind of yeah. go back to what my original point was yeah. it's still a pretty good hockey team yeah um however i don't think martin Verk has as good of a season mm-hmm. without tj tynan because mm-hmm. if you don't have and people are like oh my god he only has 13 goals i don't know like i feel a little bit like i'm being like making up a guy to get mad at right now but like people <laughs> people get twitchy when people don't score like that was the yeah like the alex wenberg situation Mm -hmm. in columbus for his last couple of years like people going crazy because he wasn't scoring like jake voracek has four goals this season and 50 assists you know people be like why isn't he scoring more because he's passing the puck to everybody else right and you can't if you could score goals without an assist there would be no need for assists it would just say goal scorer Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. there would be no other stats you know so for me playmakers are always more deserving of MVP mm-hmm. conversation. Um, I guess, like, you could flip it and say, well, if you're passing to uh, Milan Lucic, right? Just the, the right. first uh, fourth line guy that, that popped right. in my head, you know, if you're passing to him, he's probably not going to score all of those goals right. that Austin Matthews is scoring, you right? Know? So it is kind of a yeah, you still need like skill on the other end. Situation. Yeah. But yeah. it's, yeah, I think, and this might be bias, but it's a Kings podcast and I don't care. Yeah. For me, TJ Tynan is the MVP of this league purely because of 
well, not purely because there's a couple of reasons because of the playmaking. You know, it's mm-hmm. a bonkers. He's on pace for. I looked this up just before we started recording. He's on pace to hit 105 points this season. 15 of those are goals. Yeah. He's on pace for an 80 assist season. Right. You know, it's bonkers. So it's bonkers good. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it's. Or 90. 90 assists. I could do math. Um, <laughs> 90 assists and 15 goals makes 105 points. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, it's, it's bonkers good. And you, you, the team would be very different without that. Yeah. Uh, and I also think, you know, it, it's the playmaking and also that he doesn't necessarily have. Uh, Stefan Nason. Martin yeah. Furk is very good. Martin yeah. Furk is not Stefan Nason. No, no. Martin Furk scores the, the, the same goal most of the time, which mm. is great. Love it. 109 yeah. mile an hour slap shot. God, but so also, yeah. it's it's a very different duo, I think, mm-hmm. than Podorowski and uh, Nason. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's our campaign for TJ Tynan repeating as league MVP um, to look at the rain real quickly uh, their past week, they did play three games against the Gulls and I was iffy about this series. Like they haven't done well against the Gulls this season. It's been very up and down. Um, I was like, you know, these games are crucial for the rain. Like the rain still think they could potentially catch up with Stockton for, you know, Pacific lead. Uh, so you know kudos to them uh good luck but these games were crucial for them to like maintain that that pace and stockton has been losing games the rain in their three wins over the gulls outscored them 13 to 3 <laughs> so which and, and I, we we cannot derail this again because we're already at 33 minutes of this recording but maybe for <laughs> next week i don't think we've talked enough this season about how good matt Velalta has been for mm-hmm. the king, for the rain i keep looking at the locked on king's logo at the uh, <laughs> at the top of the thing and being like kings 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 yeah, no, no rain yeah um, well there, there, there's your there's your mini king's uh, monday preview for next week is yeah we're gonna talk about goalies i haven't talked about goalies good. on a mini king's monday yeah i don't think yeah um, how good is matt Velalta has been very good for, yeah. for the rain um, yeah and we're not going to get into much more detail than that, no. but 13 to 3 is extremely good it's, for me personally. Yeah, yeah. They had uh, one shutout, and it was uh, David Rinnick, who was the, uh, you know, he just finished his college career, signed, you know, his deal with the King starts next season. He signed a tryout deal with the Rain to be able to play this season. They threw him in a game, and he got a shutout in his first pro game. So I'm I'm excited about that. Uh, the rain, the rest of their schedule, they play three times against Colorado and one time against Henderson, all on the road. Uh, this Colorado series is going to be scary uh, because they have not done it. Like they lost eight to one to Colorado at the beginning of the month. So we'll see. It's weird. Uh, I feel like that's I'm a very like season thinking that Colorado has not been very good. And then I, I look and I'm like, yeah. oh, actually, yeah, Colorado's. Yeah, well, th- th- that's yeah. very like King's Rain handshake meme losing to a Colorado losing team. To Colorado, yeah. Fashion. yeah. Um, the Eagles so, don't have Nate McKinnon, so right. But we'll 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 see. Maybe they'll win them all. Maybe Stockton will like continue to kind of stumble, and crazy things will happen. We'll see. So 
we'll we'll catch up on all that next week on uh, Locked on Kings, Mini Kings Monday, where we'll have a greater idea of what the playoff picture is going to look like for the AHL. And we will talk about all that next week. Uh, in the meantime, Jay, where can folks find you online? Uh, you can find me at underscore Jacob Foster, uh, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. For the podcast folk, for the YouTube folk, it's down here. So you can spell it, although I think Sarah has put two underscores in my name by accident. Oh man. Um, <laughs> which is fine. Uh, but yeah, you can you can find me there. I will be having lots of feelings about the Kings because the Blue Trackers aren't making the playoffs, and so I've got to put all of my playoff feelings somewhere. Like, who else am I going to snort cocaine for and ride out of a, ride a motorcycle out of a plane? Um, am I allowed to talk about cocaine on eh, Lockdown Podcast? It's the end of the show. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. Um, I cannot encourage supporting the blue jackets but if you would like to uh locked on blue jackets is available everywhere you get locked on kings and uh, if you would like to be sad about how all of my children are dead then uh, come hang out we'll have fun we won't i'll be crying but cool um you can find me on twitter at right said sarah the show's on twitter at locked on la kings uh give us a follow say hello cheer against whoever Vegas is playing with us online. Uh, the show is of course available wherever you get your podcasts as well as on the YouTube. And uh, tomorrow we'll be talking about the ducks game. We'll probably hear from uh, Jason from locked on ducks who has many thoughts and feelings about uh, his team. And we'll get a little preview of what's to come in that game. Um, I hope the ducks lose catastrophically because that's what I want. All the time. Hope. Yeah. A girl can dream. We'll see. Uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow on Locked on Los Angeles Kings. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. Uh, tell your friends all about it. And come back tomorrow for more Locked on Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.